project resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Please make sure to reference Medical Coding Geek when you place your order. Do you need a specialized recruitment partner to send you only qualified candidates? Do you need interim staff while you conduct a search for a permanent employee? Or are you losing hires to competitors? Renowned Talent recruits experienced HIM, RCM, and CDI professionals using their trusted candidate screening and retention process for health systems and employers around the U.S. Whether you have one or multiple openings that you need to fill ASAP, please visit Renowned Talent. And tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. Again, visit RenownTalent, R-E-N-O-W-N, Talent.com, and tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Else Reclassified podcast. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Over 70% of our listeners listen to this podcast with their Apple iPhone. So please pick up your Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, and leave our show a five-star rating and a review. You can check out Medical Coding Geek on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and also our YouTube channel. You can check out the Not Also Classified podcast on social media, including Facebook and Instagram. Check out our Facebook groups by going to medicalcodinggeek.com slash services. And while you're there, if you need a speaker or if you would like to sponsor one of our podcast episodes or videos to promote your brand or service, please feel free to reach out to us. And of course, you could find me, Brian Kui. My last name is spelled C-U-I on LinkedIn. So today on the podcast, episode 99, we are one episode away from episode 100. I interviewed a student who reached out to me on Instagram to help her with her assignment. In order for me to help her out, I proposed that she get on a Zoom call and do this face-to-face and have it recorded so that way I can put this on a podcast and also put this on YouTube. So the student's name is Norma and she agreed. And so with the outcome of the interview was almost three hours of discussion. So no, I'm not going to give you a three-hour podcast. What I'm actually going to do is give you the first part, which is me interviewing her and finding out why she is interested in health information technology. The last part is after the interview for her assignment, she wanted to know more about the industry. So she asked questions about the industry and what directions that she can go to. And we spent quite a while uh, discussing that and me answering her questions. So the entire nearly three hour conversation was recorded on video. So I do plan to put it in segments on my YouTube channel. So if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, the Medical Coding Geek YouTube channel, please check it out. And of course, while you're there, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. So that way you can be notified 
when the next video comes out. And also speaking of video, starting next week, I will be doing the Not Elser Classified podcast on YouTube. So on top of our Medical Coding Geek YouTube channel, you might as well subscribe to the Not Elser Classified podcast YouTube channel, where I will begin to release video portions on top of the audio portions of the interviews that I will do with professionals. So without further ado, here is my interview with Norma. Enjoy. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, so your name is, I can say your name, right? Norma, is that okay? Yeah. Okay, Norma. Yeah, without the, without the H. Without the H, okay. So yeah. Norma. Um, well, I, I called you Mia <laughs> on, uh, yeah, on, that's on Instagram. Yeah, that's how I have it on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And um, for those that are watching on YouTube, this is uh, Norma. Uh, she reached out to me on Instagram, right? On Instagram. Right. And uh, she watched the previous video of the student who had, um, I guess, reached out to me. I forgot what it was. What was the scenario? I think it was a student. Oh, yes. It was a student um, just asking questions about the industry. And I, I actually um, gave her somebody. I referred somebody to her. Actually, my own boss uh, that I had interviewed on a podcast. And I gave, gave I referred uh, her, I think his name is Andrea, to her, Sabita. And uh, she helped her out. And you watched that video. Um, right. and you saw it as a potential opportunity and you reached out to me. Now, what's, what's very interesting about your situation is that you're doing this. Well, in, let me, let me, let me take a step back in Andrea's situation. She's doing this in her second semester in the HIT program. Nice. Your situation is different because you're doing this before you can get right. into an HIT program, which I find very interesting. So why why are they doing this? I'm looking at the what what class is this, by the way? This is this hasn't has doesn't this probably wouldn't be like a, a health information technology course. This looks like a health services type of course. So why are they doing this to as a prerequisite for you to get into the HIT program? That would be my question to you. Yeah, so this class survey of medical terminology. Ah, it's okay. a prereq for the program. Oh, interesting. So it's one of the classes that I need to take before I actually get into the program. Mm -hmm. So the professor, that's the assignment that he gave us to interview someone in the career that we wanted to oh, do. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. So this is more like a, a survey of right. medical terminology. So this right. is a medical terminology course. Okay, I get right. it now. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so how, another question that I have before you start asking me questions is how are you finding uh, the course, like medical terminology? What are you getting out of the course so far? Have you just started or are you in the middle of the uh, We're uh, halfway. We're halfway now. And um, it's um, it's a lot of work. You do have to remember like a lot of, a lot of, prefixes suffixes mm. a lot of like breaking up the word and trying to plug it in and figure out the roots mm -hmm. and stuff but it's 
it's interesting. I like the class and mm. I like the professor. He's pretty interesting. Good. He makes it interesting. Good. I think that's what's important is that if there are good educators yeah. uh, that make the program worthwhile. Um, I've had some good ones. I've had some bad ones. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, me so too. You'll, you'll get a mix. Uh, another question before you start asking me questions is, why are you interested in health information technology? Now, this is an associate's program or is this a bachelor's program? So the HIT, health information technology, is, is an associate's through my college. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I have like looked into it a little bit more and I can get a bachelor's in um, HIM, mm-hmm. right? Yes, correct. But I think they might not be offering it right now at my college. So okay. I would have to pursue that somewhere else. Okay. That's so the reason why I wanted to get into it was because um, I was originally in the, in the route towards the nursing program. Interesting. And, I realized, and I'm and I'm grateful that I realized it before entering it. But it was just I realized that it wasn't for me. I realized that I was going down a route where I was mainly thinking about the money. Mm. I realized that I made that decision, and I thought in my head, I was like, "Why am I really taking this nursing program?" Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could think about was the money and I was like really did I really just make this decision just for the money and so taking physio taking bio um, I realized how 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 much work I had to put into those two classes Mm -hmm. and it took a lot away from my kids I have two kids yes two young kids Mm And just seeing that and then seeing that I had to enter a program that was going to be from early in the morning to late in the evening and still come home and still have to like basically hit the book mm-hmm. and, and stay on top of my game. I realized that that wasn't something that I could do. And, mm-hmm. and on top of it, still dedicate time to my kids. So yes. just taking those two classes, it took a lot of time away from my kids. Yes. So mm-hmm. that was just, I was like, I, I, I don't think this is something that I can do. This isn't, especially if it's, if it's something that I'm making a decision because of, because of money, money isn't going to make me happy, you know? Right. So right. I started tapping into myself and I started um, looking back at the jobs that I had in the past. And I realized that most of the jobs that I had that I enjoyed that I lasted very long in while they weren't in the medical field, they weren't related to the medical field. um, I did see that I had um, leadership roles in those jobs. I did um, like to communicate with different departments. I, I like to help out people. I like to show them the ropes to things. You know, I, I like to um, do the, the system and how, um, I did inventory for 10 years and I had to use a lot of different programs. I had mm-hmm. to learn a lot of different codes as well mm-hmm. for, for the company. True. So, so I realized that maybe the, the HIT program was going to be a little bit more suitable for me mm-hmm. and that I could pursue something more there, especially me having more of like leadership skills. I could probably pursue something Mm -hmm. later down the road where I could 
be maybe managing like a small group of people because I feel like that's what I have been doing the past couple of years, mm. you know? So yeah, that's why I kind of changed my route and it seems more, more suitable for me. I feel like I'm, I'm, I've been like, you know, doing my research and looking into it and talking Good. to some students that Good. graduated from the program oh, and perfect they told me a lot of good things so okay I, i'm i'm optimistic <laughs> good i i, <laughs> I i'm glad you you mentioned about the nursing part because um I, well yesterday i tried to do a live stream on youtube and for some reason it did not work but the the biggest thing and as you could as you could see on on this board on this board over here right um I bit the last video that I did was um where I I looked at a uh, LinkedIn profile and it was a question that said I'm about to graduate with my HIM degree and I'm now wanting to go into nursing or respiratory therapy. Mm-hmm. And and in my and in the video I was like well why did would you want to do that and you brought up a very good point because it brought what you said about your kids, your family, your time brought in a lot of, at least my experience with my wife, because my wife did the same thing. She graduated HIM and then like immediately like, oh, um, with what she was doing as a, as an accountant, a staff accountant for like a property association, the money wasn't comparable. So she mm. made the move truthfully because of money right so right. We, we had a family we had a family when we both graduated we were just starting a family so we were in a certain situation now it may not be the same situation for that person who posed that question but it was my situation where and my wife's situation mm-hmm. where she made a change to let's i'm just going to do nursing because i think it would be better for my family and and she had to ask me like you know i have to um not work which is the biggest factor like like that was the thing that when when i read that post that immediately came into my mind why you know why, if you finish your him program get into work get into work get the experience get the exposure that you would right. get regardless and why would you do that and then continue unless that person was not working to begin with which which um in that case, it wasn't that case. She's been in the field for so many years. Mm-hmm. And for you to go into nursing, and because of nursing, you have to drop everything that you have to do to focus for that program. Yes. Let me tell you how stressful it was, not just for yes. me, not just for me, but for my wife, right? You're talking right. about a big, huge group of starting students dwindled down to only 10% of that starting class and then every course i I remember the one that was was very hard on her was cardiology and she was so stressing about ekgs like if she and she was calculating how much do i need to pass in order just to move on to the next and this one this was for every class every class yeah and she would panic she would stress out why would you want to do that unless you like doing that? That's fine with me. Yeah. But like when when I read that question, I'm like, like, you know, I had like post-traumatic stress disorder a little bit, right? And I'm like, yeah. like, why would you do that? 
And 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 the, unfortunately, the response is they wanted to get into CDI. I'm like, why would you want to do all of that just to get a job as a CDI? Now, here's the thing with CDI, clinical documentation integrity, um, if you're wondering, is that um, what it come what it has come down to is that nurses who have been in bedside they don't want to be in bedside, right? They don't want to take care of the patients. They don't want to, you know, the, the just the, the burnout of just doing bedside has taken a toll, and they want to mm-hmm. step back into another role that's somewhat similar that that uh, that hones and utilizes their own clinical skills, and so that's where CDI is very perfect for them because then they would have to learn nursing. Um, but why, you know, if you one of the the biggest um, foundations in CDI is coding. Like in your mm-hmm. education in itself, I wrote it down over here. Like mm-hmm. you see all of that, you're talking about yeah. anatomy, physiology, pharmacology. What else do we have? Medical science, ICD-10, ICD-10-PCS, CPT, reimbursement methods. Those are the big foundational crux of what you need in coding. And you'll get that. Right, you'll get that. But the, the the piece is that at least from a nursing standpoint, is is the medical science. Now, granted, is only two semester. I, I only took two semesters, but you, it's not about how many semesters or how many classes you take. It's what you, what's what you take in from the classes, right? And then take what you learn. I think I wrote it down somewhere. Anyways, this was my presentation for last night. So don't if you if you don't mind me, is taking okay. what you're you're supposed to have learned and then take it to the field, right? Right. If you don't right. know the and if you don't know the answer, go to somebody in the field who does. And that's what right. I did. I did that for 12 years. And did I and I'm in CD, I, I did CDA for 12 years. Did I need a nursing degree? No. What did I think about getting into nursing? To to further my my career in CDI, yes. Did I do it? No, because I found it unnecessary. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to. Because I'm already in the field. Why would I? As I as you mentioned before, why would I drop what I'm currently doing to get stressed out through a nursing program just to get back into the field that I'm already doing? Yeah, you know, it's like, anyways. That that's yeah, was, <laughs> that's that's what that's what I have to share. It was very eye opening this year for me, my personal perspective, just with the whole COVID thing mm-hmm. and just how being at home and just having my kids at home too, you know. Yeah. And then still having to you know be here and connect online, connect with teachers and do these classes. Mm-hmm. It was just like really eye-opening for me i i i I just made the decision this year of switching and you know when you're kind of not really orientated with like the right people in your life Mm -hmm. and if you don't seek the things that you you want you're you you kind of go blindly and i feel like i went blindly into this this idea thinking that this is what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. you know because even from when you're just a little kid, you aspire to like be a doctor, be like 
the president be and mm. that's great you know but like if 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 somebody doesn't tap into you and and lets you know it, like if you have like a, a mentor or someone True. i didn't have anybody to tell me oh like do this or do that or 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 make me see what what i thought i was good at you know yeah. i had to see that and i'm barely now realizing that 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 mm. that that what i was doing wasn't for me you know so I didn't even know about the HIT. I didn't even know about HIM mm-hmm. up until like a couple months ago, you know? Wow. Interesting. So the fact that I had to like find my own resources. And then once I made that decision, I was like, well, let me go on Instagram and see if I find anybody. And I just <laughs> hashtag like HIM, I hashtag HIT. And it's very few people, you know, it's not that many. And my, that and my funny videos pop up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm able to make this connection with you, you know, because it's like, it's very rare that you find people that are willing to help out. And it's people that, that maybe already have like a good amount of followers or probably have something like maybe their own business going on and and you reach out to them and they don't even answer you. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of like, and I get it, maybe they're busy, you know, and, and and that's fine but it's like sometimes you just feel kind of lost almost like where do i go who can i seek for just some answers you know so yeah, but yeah but i'm glad i'm we're having this all right i mean this is even though it's like a little nerve-wracking how do you feel now let me let me ask let, let's take a let's take a little how do you feel now like you 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 seem pretty comfortable but are you still feeling kind of anxious doing this interview type of situation um no i'm i feel good 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 okay don't feel anxious <laughs> don't feel, <laughs> so one of the things that i did want to say is like you know i i agree a lot of um a lot of instagram profiles a lot of um online presence they have a business attached to it they have to make money whatever me, my situation, I have a full-time job. I, I'm making okay money, right? This is just a way for me to give back, right, to the community. Now, if it makes money, okay, all right. I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to be rich off of this, but I find right. it like, especially with with the with the issues with COVID and all of that from 2020. I had nobody to talk to. Like, I was such a when I used to work in the hospital um, for 12 years even longer than that, because I was with the same healthcare system. Longer than that, I would be commuting. Hey, what's going on? Good morning. You know, talk about, hey, what's going on with your family? Hey, what, you know, that type of stuff. connecting with people, you know? And, and right. so when I, when I had left to go to a remote job and move over here to Central Florida, because I'm originally from Miami and uh, I moved here to the Orlando. I'm literally two exits away from Disney World, right? Oh, so I moved cool. right over there and... Um, it was a big transition for me because when I used to work on site, it was great. And then now I'm remote. And so there's a certain like adjustment that you have to have when you transition from remote. So when I created medical coding geek, the idea was like, you know, look, let's just focus on the people like yourself, which is great because I, because for whenever I ask people, Hey, you want to get on zoom, you want to get on? Oh no, 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 no. Like for your interviews, like, Oh no, no. Here's the questions. Just answer it. And then, oh. uh, you know, <laughs> you know, the, just answer the questions. I'm just going to complete the assignment. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 like, you know, and when they leave the field, when they finish, they graduate. It's like when they get to the interviews, they're super nervous. Right. 
I would rather you be nervous now. Now. Be nervous now. Get this out of the way because if you continue to practice and once you reach the interview process, it'll be just like this, right? Right. I've interviewed so much to the point where it's not an interview no more. It's like, hi, how are you doing? Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Let me answer some of your questions. Do you have any questions for me? I may have questions for you. I learned how to do this for the past three years, podcasting, interviewing. I think this, if you, it may be one of your questions here. I may re-answer it again. But if you ask me, what is the one biggest skill you need to have? Communication. Yeah. Interpersonal communication. They won't teach you that in the school that you're going to. But if you learn how to tap into that through your assignments, mm-hmm. the, it'll make a big difference in your course. Anyways, let's not. Uh, yeah. When, when I was, when I had to see the assignment from the professor, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, do I just walk into a hospital and tell them that if they have any, like, I didn't know what to do. I was mm-hmm. like, what do I For this assignment, right? Right. Wow. So, I mean, everybody made it seem like, you know, just walk in there. I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. And no, yeah, they were right. Hurt. It like, doesn't hurt. The, the, the worst they could say is no, and that's it. Like, yeah. you just go to the next person. Yeah. So, that gave me relief. But just the, my first thought was like, oh, God, they're going to think I'm weird. I'm going to walk no, in here, and no. I'm going to like. Mm-mm. And I'm like, oh God, just already thinking bad, you know? No, that's but, that's the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. But I, I honestly think that this is something good. I think that this good. is something that will honestly benefit me. Mm-hmm. I, I think that like how you said that starting, starting this before I even enter the program mm-hmm. is going to teach me a lot. And, and I'm going to maybe make connections with people who good. later down the road might help me out. You know, mm-hmm. I never know. So It'll set you I, apart for real. If you start doing this now, like it, you yeah. know, whatever you learn, but it's, it's about how you, you know, like when you, when you go to a restaurant, right. And a really fancy one and you look at the plate, it's all about the presentation. How do you right. present yourself? And that's all about marketing stuff that they probably won't, you know, most programs will teach you, you have to do this on outside, but I'm the one like, look, I think that's my niche, like getting people like yourself, like who, who feel initially feel that way. And like, let's just, just do it. Like I'll, I'll, I'll help you out as long. And I'll even, you know, kind of push you to the, to the limit here of trying to do this interview. Let's, let's embrace all of those, um, those uncomfortable feelings and Mm kind of like, okay, here's your uncomfortable feeling, but is it really that bad? (laughs) Is it really that bad? And one thing that you did say is like, you know, um, that I did is like, people like students are very intimidated by professionals, but you have to remember those professionals are the same people just like you. And right. like, for example, when I did CDI, I was intimidated by physicians, but then mm-hmm. when you bring your, those physicians to your level, like they're real people, they will work with you. Right. Um, and when I started this podcast, I, I felt the same way. Like who's going to, who's going to interview on my podcast? Like nobody's doing it. And why, you know, if I, if I all of a sudden just go up to this person and says, Hey, would you like to be on my podcast? Uh, you would have that negative thought in your head yeah. and like, okay, I don't think they would do it, but that's the worst they can say is no. But then the mo- most people that I do ask, 
they are very like their eyes light up like why would you even want to think about asking me and so yeah. you know it's like a sense that I, I like as soon as i as soon as i know they make that type of reaction i know i made a connection you know i know i made a connection once you once you feel that you made that connection then that's where you want to kind of like hold on to that because yeah. those connections as you continue those type of connections that'll help you grow your or your network very organically it's not fake or anything like you're just doing this yeah. one step at a time one connection at a time and then eventually which i'm glad the reason why you're doing this is that you've already made a connection with me right so you just repeat that process through the entire mm-hmm. program and by the time you finish you already have like you have like a whole you know set of network and by the time mm-hmm. you finish like hey i gra- you let them know i graduated or the next step i'm certified right what do you got for me you know I, i'm ready to go you know and by that time they already know who you are you know yeah. and so continuously let them know who you are what you're all about and 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 i've i've helped a lot of mentor i've mentored a lot of students that have done that and now the the opportunities won't stop coming that's to the, I had one that graduated from Florida A&M University and now she's texting me. I just got a text from her and she says, they, I, I keep on getting offers. Like, oh, I'm, no, like really? so <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, really? And she just started like, I don't know, like a few months ago. Like it was before, before she got the job, she was applying like crazy, like good for her. And now that she, fa- yeah. like I t- but I told her, I told her this advice. Don't look for the opportunity. The opportunity will find you, right? And so when, when she switched that type of mindset, all of a sudden the jobs start coming to her to the point where she had like five in front of her and she had to wow. make a decision. But she was very open to travel. That's, that, that's one thing that made her, um, that gave her the upper hand. Like she was willing mm-hmm. to go to different parts of the state in Florida, that she was very open okay. to, but she would, but, but luckily she found one that was very local, that was near her family. And then okay. th- a few months later, she texts me and she shows me this position. I'm like, um, Erica, don't tell me you're going to quit your position to go to this position. You just started this position in data analytics, nursing data analytics, uh, HIM student. Right. And I'm like, she's like, no, I just wanted to show you this. And I, and I said, Remember when I told you, remember when I told you, when you don't look, they come for you? And she says, yes. And so that was, that was it. So, you know, I think that when you, when you leave the program, you'll get into the program, connect with me during the program. I'll, I'll coach you through, don't worry. And uh, when you finish the program, you'll get into the struggles of what Erica had. But like, when you make that switch, like, okay, what's the worst can happen? That's my thing. What's the worst that can happen? You know, right? And don't go for an offer that, like, she was very, she was very, um, she was very, how would I say, like, you know how kids are very nitpicky with their food. She was very nitpicky with her position that she desired. I'm like, yeah. don't get so nitpicky on it because if you're going to focus on that one position, you're not going to get it. Be open. Allow yourself other opportunities, even the opportunities that you did not want. Because you never know if you get into that opportunity that you did not want is something that ultimately down the line may make your own career because that happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me when I left the program. Uh, when I graduated, 
coding, medical coding was not on my horizon list. That's, it was not on my top of my list. It was on the bottom of my list. But then when the coding opportunity came to me, I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's, do, <laughs> let's, just, let's just do it. You, and I've you been, were so willing to yeah, try it though, like, right? What's, uh, the question I asked myself, what's the worst that can happen? Right. You know, what's the worst that can happen in a position that I don't, that I didn't feel like I wanted to do? Maybe eventually down the line, I may like it. Maybe eventually down the line, I don't. I'll make a decision down the line. But I stuck with it for 12 years. And now I'm continuing on through the process as an auditor. I'm working from home, making good money. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, uh, that's, that's what's happening here. All right, let's get to your interview. Looking for a convenient, cost-effective solution for interventional radiology coding training? Check out Cracking the IR Code, Mastering Interventional Radiology and Cardiology Coding Online Education, created by interventional radiology coding expert Stacy Buck of RadRx. This comprehensive online training offers access to content for one year, Q&A support available during your one-year enrollment period, hundreds of coding scenarios, and actual operative reports. What are you waiting for? It's time to earn that specialty credential. Go to RadRx for additional testimonials and information, and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Again, go to RadRx and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. The Haugen Consulting Group offers healthcare consulting, education, and auditing services utilizing a team of industry experts specializing in leadership, project management, and assessments for HIM and patient access. Their auditors and educators are experts in facility and professional fee coding and offer education for ICD-10-CM, PCS, CPT, HIM, patient access, and revenue cycle. The Haugen Consulting Group is thrilled to be a partner with MedicalCodingGeek.com and the Not Also Classified podcast. Go to thehaugengroup.com/shop and use promo code Geek15 at checkout to receive a discount on webinars and desk aids. Again, go to thehaugengroup H-A-U-G-E-N Group.com/shop and use our promo code Geek G-E-E-K15 at checkout. Um. I actually had, um, I don't know if you have a little bit of time. I don't sure. want to keep taking your oh, time. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, um, I know that question is not here, but um, I have been doing, like, my own research, and I have been looking into, like, different fields, and I've noticed that there isn't, it's not just medical. There's other fields out there that entail these types of skills that come with, health information technology um i've seen google i've seen law right i think you mentioned law google amazon amazon microsoft i've seen a lot of positions out there Mm -hmm. obviously there's like you need the experience but um i also see i've also been trying to tap into um programs or systems Mm -hmm. i don't know like the you're obviously you have to be very familiar with a specific system Mm -hmm. companies have to work with different types of software right Mm -hmm. yep Mm so um i don't know if you have any recommendations is there anything that i could download myself now so that i could start maybe because right now i'm taking um cis which is a computer information software i think something like that 
Mm-hmm. And so basically it's just basic stuff. It's, it's stuff that I already knew. It's just Excel. It's just Microsoft. It's Word. It's PowerPoint. It's Access. I don't know if you've heard of Access. Yes. Uh-huh. So, but that's all something that I feel like I learned like early on in my life because um, with Word and Excel, but ever since I started taking this class, I've started, you know, trying to see what what programs am, am I going to have to be savvy in? What software am I going to have to be? Um, I, I know that there's a software that a lot of hospitals use, but it seems like you need a sponsorship. Oh, Epic. Yeah, Epic. Mm-hmm. I've so worked I'm with like, that. Yeah. Oh my God, like, well, what is that? That's so cute. To me, it's, I'm curious. I'm like, how can I learn it? And I've been YouTubing stuff, like trying to learn more from it and see if like maybe I could download the software, but no, that's like clearly not. I don't think it's about software. I don't think it's about okay. the system. It's about the workflow. Okay. You see? So like, I, I understand why you're asking this question because I was in the same boat. Like I've tried to get into like information technology positions. So like, for example, um, before the CDI position and before the HIM director position, I was a uh, HIM technician, right? So I just uh-huh, did the medical okay. records. And before- well, that's how you started. Yes. Before, that was your first job. No, no. Before that, I was a uh, radiology film librarian. Like I would, you know, all, when they take the x-ray films, I would file it. I was the one who, oh, who handled okay. all of that. So what happened is-, is they transitioned this again when i first started they were just transitioning to electronic health records so mm-hmm. one of the systems that um radiology was started to use was called pax patient archival communication system which is basically the the, the digital di- digitization of x-rays and putting it into okay. a server right so when i when they i was just there when they made the change and they were looking for analysts and then I I knew I couldn't get the job, but I knew the workflow and what is needed to do the position. You know what I'm saying? It's like I knew the workflow. I tried to leverage what I did as a um, as a librarian to get into that role to the point that I had four. In, they they gave me four interviews. They gave me a shot, but I needed. But unfortunately, they wanted somebody who knows how to do x-rays like an x-ray technician but that experience in in itself kind of taught me like you know i need to know if you're wanting to get into the system you need to know more about that system and its process so for example epic i was there when they when they when they um i think the only way if you get into a system is if you're there at the time that they're implementing it that's that to me okay. is the only way if you can get into like say for example epic okay so epic is i don't think it's a software it's just a system when you think of system mm-hmm. it's just a a uh a program like development right? yeah like a not a database but a program development for data entry and then from the data okay. entry, they gather like a date, then they gather the database. It's just a solution to, uh, rem- to remove handwritten notes. That's how I saw it. Right. Cause okay. everything was handwritten, okay. right? Everything was handwritten. Mm-hmm. If a doctor needed to do an order, they would handwrite the order. Who do they give it to? They give it to the secretary. The secretary 
enters it into the system, right? Then it goes mm-hmm. to the pharmacy. Pharmacy brings up the meds. They give it to the unit secretary. The unit secretary gives it to the nurse. The nurse and everything, the, the paper trail is then handwritten, right? Yeah. So when we think of Epic, Epic, Epic is now, it, it reduces the paper and it reduces the amount of processes to get a job done. So if a physician needed to order a med, they didn't have to deal with the unit secretary. They just enter it on the computer. It goes directly to pharmacy. Pharmacy then sends it up to the unit. So the time, again, anything about time and reducing time and processes, that's what it solved. So the way I saw it is like, okay, like if you're trying to get into a new a system like Epic, like Cerner, right? That's another one. Um, you have to go to a facility that is about to implement it, right? Okay. So for example, here's another example. My wife used to work with me in the health, same healthcare system. So she got her, she got her nursing, but then she started work in the ER um, at another facility. So when they rolled out mm-hmm. Epic, I think, um, I think, uh, no, no, no. She worked for she worked for the hospital that had Epic. She went to another hospital that was about to implement Epic. So they okay. they so that she touted her experience in Epic, and they made her a super user. Yes. Meaning, the super user is the people who train the people to get into the into mm-hmm. the program. You see, and so as a super user, and she's doing it now with her. Um, with her current position up here in Orlando, Orlando health is where she works at. And uh, she leveraged that super user status. Like, oh, I've been a super user at other facilities. So, okay, let's make you a super user here at Orlando health. And so if you have that experience in super using, teaching people how to use a software program, then it could elevate you to making changes in the actual software itself. Because as a super user, one of the things that you should know is that you're a, you should be able to identify the problems and the processes. So mm-hmm. you have the workflow, okay? You have the system, okay? How does it work with the system? But then the problem is, how do you identify the problems in you know matching the workflow with the system? That's what the Yeah, because you stumble around. You stumble yeah. with errors sometimes, yes. right? Where are the errors, errors in, in the workflow in relationship to the system? Okay. that's how you should approach it. Like, oh, I know how to fix that problem. Or I know what, here's yeah. here's a problem. Let's get it fixed. Oh, I see, like, so let's like say, for example, uh, Norma, I see you identifying a lot of problems with Epic. I think you should join this team and help us solve those problems. Like, how mm-hmm. can we, so then if you know how to identify the problems, be ready to solve those problems. Okay. Does that make sense? It's like yeah, workflow. Like workflow, yeah. that's that's how you leverage yourself into that type of role. Like I can connect okay. you with other people who've done it. Um, there's one who up in Washington. I think she's up in Washington. Her name is Sarah. Um, she's she's RHIA working with Epic, consulting with 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 uh, Epic uh, implementations. That's all she does. That's all she does, right? But again, it's all about workflows, getting in there identifying the problem, solving the problem. She got our project management, I think certification, if that's what you want to do, learning how to do project management, you know, because if mm-hmm. you're if you're implementing something, they're going to have a project manager. You don't necessarily need a degree for that. You know, it's something to add on. 
Right. You know, it's, it, you know, the RHIT, the RHIA is enough, but it's always good to carry more. And, you know, having a project management license outside of that, oh my gosh, could you imagine how many consulting jobs you would do? How much traveling you could do? How much money you could make? Six figures easily. So much easy. You see? So like, yeah. that's, that's how I see, you know, if I had done it that way, I would have gotten my project, man. Maybe I still can get my project management certification. Um, do a little bit of research in your area. Was it California, right? So like find out a hospital or organization or find a company that is doing consulting into uh, implementing systems. Like, you know how I, how I did it with DRG validation, like get creative with what you do. Yeah. Don't just don't just label you yourself as H I M H I T. Take take what you do and then make that its own search. Yeah, it's like the hashtag talk. Yes. Perfect. Yes, I agree. So, what a good analogy, um, yeah. So right now, obviously I'm not even in the program yet, but I wanna obviously Get but you have into, a good head on your shoulders. That's what I. That's what I see. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to. I want to like get in the field, even if it's on an obviously entry level. So what positions? I don't even know what to search, like because there's so many titles. What are you currently you know, doing now? I, I'm not working right You're now. Not working? I don't work. I'm just. I'm just going to school. What have you done in the past? I have done inventory for um, for a company okay. that for 12 years. I mean, I'm sorry, 10 years. And um, that's basically the So like warehouse work and all of that? Yeah. Okay. But it was more on an administrative level. It was okay. more like, you know, use the system there and, you know, know the codes there too. Inventory, um, cate- categorizations, knowing how to find yes. stuff. You know what company would would work great with is um. I did biometrics for one year too. I was um a fingerprint, fingerprint. Um, oh, process. You do the the processing of the fingerprints. Okay. Yeah. I did. You that could do um. What else? What is it? The one that I was thinking about. Release of information. There are a few companies okay. out there like Cyox. Entry level. Yes. Release of information. Cyox. C i o x x. There is C-I-O-X-X? yeah, C I O X X, very entry level. Um, companies like that. So start there and find similar companies like that. Um, I'd like to say Iron Mountain. Iron Mountain was a very old company, but I don't know what it is now. But Iron Mountain was what was a solution that I needed for my jail system. <laughs> but I don't know if okay. they still are around. You know, like like. Oh, taking old records and, and housing it for them or taking old records and scanning it for them. Yeah. Document um, my imaging. Counselor, huh? My counselor, she connected me with um, one of the students that recently graduated from the program. And um, I, I got a hold of her and she told me that she's working at a hospital around here. And she just said that she scans documents. Yep. Start there. So, and I have, um, I have yeah. friends that did that and they moved up into management roles director roles, you know, that type of thing. Um, then you can, you know, it's like you, you go from here, you go from there and then parallel. You understand what I say? Parallel, like take something from that role and mm-hmm. find something that is not that role, but takes 
something from that role. Uses something from that role. Yes, into a different role. Okay. Like for example, CDI, I took DRG validation and found an auditor position. Yeah. Like now I want to take um, appeals and take that to an appeals position. You see, like mm-hmm. you're, you're taking yeah. it to different areas or you're, you could either go parallel or you can elevate. Right. You can take it to a higher level position. So those, those are only two ways that I can think about going in directionally. Yeah, it's, it's the, the tricky part is knowing those key words and how, yeah. because there's like an endless amount of an abundance of just different titles. For every different company, there's like a different type of title. Yes. And you look at the title and you automatically think, oh no, like just because it ends in specialist, you think, oh no, I'm not qualified for that. Even yeah, though yeah, it yeah. might be an entry yeah, level I, I guess. position, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I know so, what you feel, yeah. So that's the, the problem that I, I'm having right now that I just don't have. And, and I sometimes I even just type in HIT or I type in HIM, you know, just to see what mm-hmm. I get. It's like, I don't, I don't get too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you get the normal positions. I I used to do health information technology, health information, health information management, but then you would get to, you know, the, um, you know, the in the box type of positions. Yeah. uh, You're like, okay. I I always wanted to do something like that's when I found the jail system. I'm like, that's so out of the box. That's like yeah. outside of the box and over in left field that I think it's that's something that I, I think I would do. And when I got into it, I was like, okay, correctional healthcare. That's something very interesting. You know, like you get a term and you kind of run with it. And I, I even thought about being certified in correctional healthcare, but then, you know, it didn't work out that way. But like, you see where I was going. I'm like, once you get into a position, you see like where you want to go, like create yeah. options for yourself while you're yeah, in a my certain. Mind just- thinks and I'm thinking like um like government jobs mm-hmm. like um government jobs are good that was for veteran affairs mm-hmm. it's a hospital here in Long Beach mm-hmm. and I and I think that's like a government job yep so it was like wow like that's crazy like that seems like where I'm I feel like I I want to go in that direction okay. like, even though I don't know anything yet still right but I don't know. I feel like the curiosity is in there where I want to like tap into it and see, I don't know. I just feel like it's like something where I'm kind of set. I'm set and I, I feel secure with that type of job. Mm, okay. Even though I don't know if it's like the right yeah. thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There is a, there's a YouTuber. Oh, what's her name? Hold on. Let me find it for you. Uh, I don't know how to spell her last name. Hold on. It is Amanda Chalk. Chalk, C-H-A-U. Hold on. Let me find it. But she works for Veterans Affairs, by the way. Okay. Um, Amanda. Yeah. Is that her name? Chalk? Hold on. Yep. Amanda Chalk. Coding with Amanda Chalk. Like the, like the, you know, the thing you write with. Amanda Chalk. Oh. C-H-A-L-K? Yes. She she does videos um, saying that she works for Veteran Affairs. She codes for them. So you could watch her videos, even connect with her, let her know that I sent you. Okay. Um, there is... Uh, 
what's her name? Well, she worked for the military. Well, the one that I'm thinking about, she worked for the military. And she's wanting to do something with the VA, but her name is Melissa Freeman. M-E-L-I-S-S-A Freeman. Oh, do you have LinkedIn? I just opened one Good. last week. Good. Good. Start with that. Because all the names that I'm giving you, they might be on LinkedIn. So Melissa Freeman's on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. So okay. connect with me. You better connect with me first. <laughs> okay. I will. Um Amanda Chuck's from the VA. Uh, another one for Epic is Sarah, S-A-R-A-J-A-M-A, Sarah Jama. If you're wondering about Epic, that's my, that's my go. That would be my person to talk to, um, for that, you know, even though they were, I mean, I'm just giving you the person, I don't know if they're going to respond, but they, you know, if, if I, if I got to them, then I'm sure you can get to them as to them too. Um, if there, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she's, but we connected and, um, I kind of helped her with coding, but then she's also going to give me insight on, on Epic as well. Um, I think that's it. That's all I have for now. But I mean, I have a podcast. I don't know if you've listened to that aside from the YouTube, I have podcasts. And so I did one with a computer science person. And so like, it's surprising how somebody who is not in coding, medical coding understands medical coding, you know, with a computer science degree. So it's like, it shows to me, like you don't necessarily need the education per se. You just need to have a fresh set of eyes and just look at it and understand, I guess, find the resources aside from what school can offer you and learn it. Mm -hmm. But you won't learn it unless you ask questions or you're not in it and trying to troubleshoot the process. That's how, that's how I see it. But if you, if you do that, like that's, that's how I always uh, walk through my, my, my career is how can I, number one, understanding the workflow. What can I do beyond the workflow? Identifying problems within the workflow and creating solutions. That's all I've done. That's all I've done. It's like, okay. Cause then, then everything that's in my mind, it's like, it's been saturated enough to, to the point that I had to create a podcast and a YouTube video. It's like, uh, who am I going to talk to about this? Who's going <laughs> to listen to this garbage? You know, it's like, okay, Aww. there's, there are people, there are people out there. Yes. And so yes, it's like, okay, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not interested in like, you know, getting a big following, but like, I just need to like, let it out because if yeah. I don't let it out, like I, I don't know what opportunities um, I might miss if I just hold it in. Right. Yeah. You're doing same thing, like, same thing like yourself, like whatever you're learning, speak about it, like talk about yeah. it, like write about it. Do a video about it. Do a vi- do do an audio recording about it. Like you know, now I I would suggest for students to chronicle their HIM journey early on. Okay. Because you know why? When you graduate, you bring that to other students, and guess what? Yeah. You're already seen you. immediately after you graduate as an expert, an expert in in how to deal with with uh, HIM programs. Uh, that's something I would always suggest. I'm gonna start um, recording myself after every class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like I like I would do. Let me show you. Like this, this is the camera minus the microphone. So I have this little camera. 
You could do it with your phone. I mean, I, I just this is just something that I've always had for. Where's for, the camera? Oh, this, there it is. There it is. It's a little right one, right? Oh, yeah, this yeah. one here. You see it? Was so, that expensive? It's like a two hundred dollars, but I got okay. it. I got it just for my family vacations, but I never used it. So I'm like, hi. This is uh, it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm feeling for the day, and it's just like two minutes. Yeah. Click. Next. Next day. Hi, I'm taking HS145. I just did an interview. I thought it was great. Next. Yeah. I just took this test. Pretty garbage, but I think I passed. Next. So, you you know, you take all of these snippets and then you just put it together and then you just realize that you just made something. That's that's how this vlog came about. I'm like, could you imagine how many times I could have done that early on within my 12 years of CDI? You know how much I would have, you know what I would have made? With that, I'm like, oh, geez. so much yeah. information. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Well, that's great. That's, I'm so happy that um I was able to connect with you and that you even gave me the time. Yeah. Like I said, some people don't even didn't didn't even answer. So wow, the fact that you answered, I was I honestly like it was like just how you automatically like at first thought like oh she's not gonna want to record and that's i thought of like he's probably not gonna answer me i'm just gonna like, go about my day and but i was so shocked i was really mm -hmm. shocked and i was happy too at the same good. time because good it's very rare that you find people that are willing to share their their experience share their thoughts share information mm -hmm. that is so vital for people who are just barely starting off, you know? And it's those, and, and that's what I call those, those gems, those people, like those hidden gems and people that you don't often. Yeah. It doesn't, see. It's not often. Yeah. So I commend you for that. And oh, I'm so you. grateful that I, that I was able to, you know, have this connection with because it's, it's very insightful and it was yeah. very helpful. And I oh. hope that we can, you know, continue to, to talk and and that i can come to you for like any other questions that may arise later anytime. in the in the process so oh. yeah thank anytime you. yeah it takes a village it's not just me like you know find repeat this process again and mm -hmm. uh you'll you'll because like only i only give you like a f small facet of what hit can do or mm -hmm. what where you can go i just gave you a very small like you could talk to other people that's what i did my podcast that's why I'm able to speak on it because I've talked to people like I'm going to my yeah. 100th episode in about two weeks. So it's like, I've been talking for like four years, you know, yeah. doing it. So it's like, you might as well start now because you got like what, two years <laughs> by the yeah. time you've already, by the time you finish, you already have two years of, of uh, networking and communication yeah. underneath your belt. And it didn't require any any money at all is just your initiative you're investing in yourself by just going yeah. out there yeah yeah so just keep you keep doing what you're doing to like it's very humbling to, oh thank you like i said to get someone to actually respond that was oh, like the biggest it. thing for me you know well, i'm glad and i could see help. how far away we are you know it's like it's <laughs> crazy and it's it's so i'm so happy well thank you so um yeah look at that almost three hours. All right. So yeah. that's amazing. So see what you can do. You thought you couldn't do this. Uh, I know. You, your first shot. I mean, so what happened is that I, I had somebody who spoke for like three hours 
And when I proposed that she do a podcast, she was like, what do you mean? I, I don't, I have nothing to say. I'm like, yeah. you kidding me? You, you <laughs> talked to me for three hours. And so now she started a podcast. So it's like, wow. you, you don't know unless you, somebody is there with you to help you realize yeah. what your full potential is. But what mm -hmm. I see is like, you have, like, you have, like, I see me and you, because when I, when I first started the program, I had the same type of, um, uh, curiosity in mm -hmm. the, in the, in like, and I, not to the point that I'm curious about it, but like curious, like, okay, if I'm curious about this and you're already planning what you mm -hmm. need to do with your curiosity, you yeah. know, you're already anticipating what you need to do next. That's what I do. There's a certain level of curiosity, but if you don't act on your curiosity to tick on to the next step, you know, you're, you're just, you're just stopping yourself. Just keep going. Curiosity is nothing to be afraid of. Just be curious. And then when you're curious, ask questions. That's where you network. And so that's how you build your, you know, your, 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 your circle of uh, professionals. And then when the opportunity arises, one of these people will just start flooding you yeah. with, with opportunities because they see what the potential is. And it didn't require you to get a degree. It didn't require you to get a certification. I'm just doing this based upon what I see and what I'm hearing upon this interview. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So what I'll do, and we'll end this. Um, I will end this. Hopefully this will render down. Um, I'm going to work on this because I'm on vacation after this. So I'm going to work on this. I can't believe three hours. I don't know how I'm going to break this up. Jeez. So I might break up the first half, then your interview. And then I, then you gave me another third hour. <laughs> so it's already like three. I'm like, great. This is great. And so hopefully what I, what I am hoping is that this opens the door for me, more people to do this because yeah. I think like, I want to have more, as I do professionals, but I think I need to have students like you on this channel, like the YouTube mm -hmm. channel, the medical coding geek one, because I think like I would rather have more people early on in their career for this versus somebody who's been established. That's for the other channel, but um, probably I'm going to look at this file. I'm going to send you all the stuff, but uh, okay. the final YouTube, I don't know, three hours of editing is three hours of files to edit is a lot, but I, I will look at it. It'll come out great. I'm going to give you the, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make it private first. Okay. And then you look at it in YouTube. Then you, when you give me like this, okay. then I'm going to, I'm going to release it. Cause right. I want to make sure that, you know, you get the file. Like, I'm not going to send it off and like, okay, well you should, you should have take this out. You should have take this out. Mm -hmm. um, I want to make sure that you have the final approval before it goes up because it's, it's you, you're, you're the one. Uh, being yeah. promoted out there because what happens is after that is I'm going to promote this on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> Are you covering Hide me? <laughs> well, that's, but yeah, no, yeah, but that's that's that's. Uh, but you're making the first step in in stepping forward. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, doing this. I can't believe uh, thank you. it lasted for three hours. <laughs> medicalcodinggeek.com